You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 23, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello, let me start off by saying that's a total lie. I have a theme today completely unrelated to any of the books that came out this week. I'm a big liar. Uh, But before I tell you what that theme is, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. It's True and Nell, A Christmas Tale by G. Neary, out from HMH Kids. In this sequel to True and Nell, told over three Christmases, readers are transported back to the 1930s, drawing upon real events from tender personal moments to the awful truth of living with segregation and Jim Crow laws to tell the bittersweet history that inspired some of Capote and Lee's greatest works. Inspired by the early relationship of Truman Capote and Nell Harper Lee, this powerful story of friendship also explores race, what it means to be a family, and the possibility of miracles. A frank and honest look at life under Jim Crow laws, and it includes a retelling of the actual case at the center of To Kill a Mockingbird. And True and Nell, the first book, which is now out in paperback, got tons of great reviews. This one looks like it's perfect for this time of year. And again, it's called True and Nell, A Christmas Tale by G. Neary, out now from HMH Kids. You can find it wherever books are sold. We'll have a link to it in the show notes, and we thank them for sponsoring. Now, getting on to my theme. This was not like a huge new release week because of Thanksgiving, so I decided to talk about books in which the families will make you feel better about your own. Like, this is the time of year where we spend a lot of time with our family, And these fictional families make everyone else's family look way stable. Most everyone else's family. I I don't know about your family. Um, But I'm going to try and make you feel better. And so I'm going to start with All Families Are Psychotic by Douglas Copeland, which is just like the greatest title. Um, I love him. He's been around forever now. Like, I feel like I read this a long time ago and and he's been writing for like 30 years or something. He's great. Um, This is about the Drummond family. And it sort of centers around their reunion. They all have to get back together because uh, one of the sisters is going to be an astronaut. Or she is an astronaut. She's going to be flying into space and they're there to watch her launch from Cape Canaveral. All kinds of crazy mayhem ensues. Um, They get into one disaster after another. They break laws. Like, there's misunderstandings. There's just some crazy stuff that goes on. It's really funny and really sad and just fantastic. And then there's, of course, the classic We Have Always Lived in the Castle by Shirley Jackson, which is about the Blackwood family. Um, And when the book opens, it is six years after four of the family members died of poisoning. Somebody put arsenic in the sugar bowl. And now all that is left is Constance, Maricat, and Uncle Julian. They're sort of these outcasts living in the home. And a stranger shows up. It's Cousin Charles. He's claiming... Uh, that he's very close to the family and he wants part of the fortune. And this is very distressing to Maricat and her older sister Constance, and Maricat is determined to rid their lives of him by any means. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, there's also Vanessa and Her Sister by Priya Pramar. It's uh, about Virginia Woolf and her sister Vanessa Bell, who was a very gifted painter. This is sort of a fictionalized account of a very little-known incident that took place between the sisters in London in 1905. Uh, It's about their relationship and how when Vanessa falls in love, Virginia feels abandoned and things go terribly wrong between the two of them. There's also The Cement Garden by Ian McEwan. It's about four orphaned children who attempt to live without parental guidance. 
Uh, their father has passed away a long time ago, and now their mother has died, but they don't want to live in an orphanage, so they decide to hide their mother's death. They put her in the basement, and they attempt to act as though everything is still the same, but things get increasingly more stressful and more bizarre and more disturbing. One of Ian McEwan's best, I think. But I do love the disturbing ones. And speaking of that, there's also Josie and Jack by Kelly Braffitt. Uh, Josie and Jack are two siblings who live with their demanding, erratic father. Um, but he kind of, like, leaves them alone all the time, so they're really raising themselves. But they don't have any adult supervision, so they behave like children who don't have adult supervision. And soon Jack starts exhibiting some sort of sociopathic behaviors. And Josie must decide if she wants her freedom or she wants to take care of her brother and guard him from whatever harm is going to befall him because of his terrible, terrible behavior. And there's also Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng, book riot favorite. I know you've heard us talk about it a million times. I'm going to make it a million and one. It's about a Chinese-American family in Ohio in the 1970s. Uh, when the book opens, I'm not giving anything away, uh, the favorite of the children has been found dead in a lake. Lydia has been found dead. Um, and the book sort of walks us backwards and looks at the pressures that she was under. Her parents, Marilyn and James, wanted her to do all the things that they didn't get a chance to do when they were young. And it's sort of like a literary mystery, but it's just so wonderful. And I just love the writing. And of course, I loved her new one this year, too. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, it's fantastic. Uh, and then there's Want Not by Jonathan Miles. This is his second novel, his first being Dear American Airlines, which was very funny. And he has another one coming out next year, I think. This one actually opens on Thanksgiving, which, if you're listening to this on Friday, has already taken place. And you're probably at the mall, and it's mobbed, and it's crazy. Um, good luck to you. But it's about three um, couples, or three characters, I should say. There's a freegan couple, which means that they like to dive into dumpsters to find things to survive. Food and clothing. Um, and they're trying to make their way at living this kind of lifestyle. There's also a middle-aged linguist who is having a really hard time dealing with the fact that he's middle-aged and that his career isn't going well and that he and his wife have separated. Um, he's having a hard time moving past that. And then there's also a debt-collecting magnate who is examining why he's so good at his job. Like, he's so successful. He has a trophy wife. He's doing extremely well. But it's because he's a terrible person. Um, and it's how their messy lives go about and how they interact. And it's very, very funny. So, and for today, for the dealer's choice, uh, I just got a galley of the new Paul Collins. I absolutely love Paul Collins. His new book is coming out next year. It's called Blood and Ivy, the 1849 Murder that Scandalized Harvard. Um, and it got me thinking about my favorite book of his, which I don't think I've talked about here before. It's called Bonvard's Folly, 13 Tales of People Who Didn't Change the World. And it's a, a look at all these famous, or not, I should say, not famous people in history, including the title character, or not character, he's an actual person. His name was John Bonvard. He was a panoramic artist who used to paint these, like, super long murals. Uh, became quite well-known, but then he decided to go up against P.T. Barnum, who had more money and more prestige and more dirty tricks than he did. Um, and so we never heard from him. Uh, there's also a French physicist who thought he had discovered a new form of radiation, which he called the N-ray. Um, notice how we've never heard about that before. Uh, there's a Shakespeare forger. There's a Shakespeare denier. There's a war hero who had almost convinced Congress to fund his expedition to the North Pole to prove that the Earth was hollow. 
just all this, like, there's more stories, obviously, and it's just, just so interesting. There was a guy who started, like, the subway, but, like, he screwed it up, and then someone came along and did it better, and now that guy, we don't remember him anymore. It's just so interesting. Um, and I also, he's written so many books, but my favorites are probably, uh, on top of this one, are Sixpence House, in which Paul Collins and his wife actually moved to a village in the Welsh countryside that boasts 1,500 citizens and 40 bookstores. And they moved into an apartment above a bookstore and just lived in bookstore land. It just sounds incredible. Um, there's also Murder of the Century, the Gilded Age crime that scandalized a city and sparked the tabloids war. And also Duel with the Devil, the true story of how Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr teamed up to take on America's first sensational murder mystery. And if that sounds like he might be capitalizing on the Hamilton love from the musical, he actually, that book came out in 2013, so he was a little ahead of his time. But it's awesome and interesting, and he's so good at history. And that's it for me. That's it for me this week, book lovers. And remember, family is a privilege, not an obligation. Take good care of yourselves. I love you, and I want to say thank you to today's sponsor, True and Nell, A Christmas Tale by G. Neary. And once again, I want to remind you, this is your last chance. You have until the 26th of November to enter to win the $500 giveaway to the bookstore of your choice. Go to bookriot.com slash bookstore giveaway to enter. You can also find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with my new pod wife, Amanda Nelson, and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>